This is the Gaia-gram, environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis. Reuters is reporting a group of 16 Puerto Rican municipalities have sued Chevron, ExxonMobil, Shell, and other fossil fuel giants for allegedly violating the RICO Act. The lawsuit, filed last week in federal court and described by plaintiffs as a first-of-its-kind RICO case, accuses big oil of colluding to deny the climate-wrecking impacts of their fossil fuel products. With 2 million Houston residents now having to boil water to cook and clean after a power outage at a water treatment plant, Texas continues its history of power grid failures and poor water quality. On Sunday, a water treatment plant lost power and caused water pressure to drop below the required minimum standards needed to maintain clean water. By late Sunday night, residents started to receive notices to boil their water before using. Last month, record low water levels in the Mississippi River, America's most important inland waterway, backed up nearly 3,000 barges, the equivalent of 210,000 container trucks. Despite frantic dredging, farmers could move only half the corn they shipped the same time last year. Deliveries of fuel, coal, industrial chemicals, and building materials were similarly delayed throughout the nation's heartland. The critical river and its tributaries, responsible for transporting more than $17 billion worth of farm products and 60% of all U.S. corn and soybean exports annually, has been stricken by drought since September amid a time of global grain shortage and soaring food prices. According to Euract 4, the Agrifish EU Council says the rise in fuel prices as a result of the war in the Ukraine is having catastrophic consequences on EU fisheries, to the point of threatening the sector's viability. The big boats that are suffering the most from this fuel crisis must make efforts as a priority to consume less and adapt their fishing techniques. The needed energy transition will make it possible to develop the local economic fabric and fight against illegal fishing. At a recent UN meeting, governments agreed to start work on a global legal binding agreement that addresses the full life cycle of plastic that will come into effect in 2024. The decision has been called ambitious, revolutionary, and historic. The Global Plastics Treaty has the potential to be one of the most significant environmental agreements in history, but faces an uphill fight with the fossil fuel industry and their political allies. An international wildlife conference moved to enact some of the most significant protection for shark species targeted in the fin trade and scores of turtles, lizards, and frogs whose numbers are being decimated by the pet trade. The Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora, known by its initials as CITES, ended last week in Panama. In a record for the conference, delegates enacted protections for over 500 species. The United Nations Wildlife Conference also rejected a proposal to reopen the ivory trade. An ivory ban has been enacted since 1989. A team of scientists from Hudson Carbon, a research center in upstate New York that studies carbon storage, says cannabis could be the missing player in humanity's fight against climate change. How so? Hemp absorbs carbon dioxide from the atmosphere more than twice as effectively as trees. Although the U.S. only accounts for about 5% of the global population, it is responsible for 28% of the world's carbon emissions. Founder and president of Hudson Carbon, Ben Dobson, said, Roughly speaking, if the U.S. grew 50 million acres of hemp, 
we would be sequestering a couple hundred million tons of carbon per year on that acreage. This was the Gaia-gram, environmental headlines from around a planet in crisis.